Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. I am Podcast Poppy, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis, starting right now. All right, three, two, one, we're live. Josh Brocklesby, welcome back, man. What's going on, man? It's been two years. It has been almost two years. I can't tell you. We just had our little a little baby recap as we were sitting here before we turned on the mics. Yep. But I I really was first of all, thank you so much for reaching out to want to come back on the show. It means for a sure. lot. And the first time when you were on the show, we were right at the beginning of COVID. Yep. And I believe one of our biggest discussions was like what do we think what, what do we think will happen with the football season and with sports and athletics and now you're 2 years in yeah you're 2 years in so i definitely i want to talk about uh i want to talk about all the things that you did cuz right when we right when we spoke you were in with the JV, you yeah. with the JV boys mm-hmm. for, for football and you just got that job. Mm-hmm. And then I want to talk about the two years and then I want to talk about where, where you're at now. For you sure. know what I mean? And then yep. also just kind of the evolution over the last two years of, of athletics. So, so when we started, when we first had it, we were questioning whether or not the football season was, was going to happen. Right now, correct me if I'm wrong, that first football season, that 2019 or that 2020 year, was pretty brutal for for high school sports correct yeah it wasn't great there was no baseball season at all I think they played like one game um and it just you know you didn't know if we were going to have kids be able to get recruited and play sports and honestly I don't think a lot of them did I think if you were a 2020 and even going forward if you were a 2021 you got pretty screwed too and honestly, the 2022s are not having a much better time because of the between the transfer portal and the extra year that they got all those kids for COVID. Nobody wants high school kids right now. So the twenty twenty the twenty twenty kids the twenty twenty seniors mm-hmm. that missed that right they got an extra year or what? Uh, what are you college saying? did college yeah did. college they got an extra year for COVID so you're getting like these six year seniors right and and the JUCOs are probably just flooded with talent yeah and let's not lie we just watched the coaching shuffle in college like these dudes aren't staying there for a whole lot you know oh, the, no. the timing's really short so I don't honestly think. Yes, they want to build guys and they want program guys that are young, but they're also like, give me that guy who's been three years, you know, ready to go. Right. So we before we go into deep to it, because when we spoke, it was it was like, what, April, May, I think it was May. And we were saying we were talking about, are we going to have fall ball? ball. Are we going to have fall ball? Right now, that football season, did that football season happen? 2020? It did. Well, it it did. (laughs) But didn't it didn't. (laughs) Yeah. So. I think I even said, I'm like, I think it's going to get, I don't think it's going to happen. And so what we did was we came out in the summer, like we were going to have summer weights and it was like the weirdest summer weights you've ever had. Like you couldn't touch a football and we had to sanitize the footballs. Like you, I can't, wait, wait, just, wait, wait. yeah, let me, get, <laughs> let, me get, let, me get, let me get into like what a normal day was like. Okay. So you had to check every single dude in individually. I had to fill out a questionnaire every day, every day, every single one of them had to fill out a questionnaire. Is this questionnaire like, do you have these symptoms? Yes. Are you feeling this? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so they would They're come fucking in. 16, they had 17 year old kids are like, yeah, yeah I'm fucking yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. 
and then, then they had to sanitize their hands. And this was before kind of like, even before we even knew like, oh, it probably doesn't spread right. as much like that. Now, this is during businesses and other things that are locked down? Um, it was post that. So this is like July. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're out there and we're like, how do we do these drills where everybody has to be like six feet apart? So they made all, you social distance at practice. Yeah, yeah. There was no, there was oh, no, there was fuck. no contact at all. And um, so it was basically like just a whole lot of running, and and everything was outside. Uh, you couldn't go inside. Everything was just this running, and how are we going to do lifting out there? And it, it, it was a lot of body weight stuff. Right. You know, it did actually did a pretty good program. You could do like Skelly. You could right. do seven on we with did, no defense. We did, and... but literally think about this: you would throw a ball and it had to come back and it had to be wiped down. No, you're no I swear to God, to me. I swear to God. Every time. Yep. So your quarterback's just throwing a moist Lysol the ball, ball. The ball had been wiped so many times it had this ho- like horrible feel to it. It felt oh. like, you know your hands when you wash them about 20, 30 times? Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, like a, just, ow, they hurt. Well, that ball was That's hurting. a fucking Tom Brady ball yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, And who knows what programs were doing what, but there was a lot like, well, they'll come around and they'll they'll look at you and we're like, right. we're not getting this shit shut down. I mean, we want to have a season. So we did that for three weeks. I think it was three weeks. Right. And then they're like, nope, it's over. Really? Yes. Yeah, so we're like, all right. And this is fall ball. That was that was yeah, summer going into fall. Um, and uh, needless to say, it was basically like a weekly basis. Like, hey, we gonna have a season? Hey, we gonna have a season? And we did some, um, we did some of those. Um, I call it protest. It's not really what it was. It was just kind of you know, like gathering people fuck? together and being like, hey, we like to we like to play high school sports. Um, didn't happen. Right. And. Um, I decided I didn't think it was really fair that kids were going to basically be taken away from that. So um, I turned my garage into a gym. and uh, That sounds like a very Josh thing to do. It is a very Josh thing to do. And I don't really care if that was frowned upon because I don't think it was. If if you're coaching in the North Valleys, I don't even want to get into some of the social issues. Right. But – if I'm making a kid's life better, I'm, I'm doing it. End of story. End of story. I don't, I don't, I'm Main not going to get why, into the rules. Big reason why we get into okay. coaching in the first place. Yep. Right. That's what I'm there for. Sport is sport. Straight absolutely. Up. But yep. can you have an, a positive impact absolutely. on this kid's life? I've never charged a kid. That was something that was very prevalent with me when I met you and in sports immediately, yep. immediately. Yep. I mean, that's what it's all about for me. So how many games did you guys have? So we didn't play that. We didn't play anything there. So these guys, I just, uh, you know, I gave them a structured uh, format. Obviously, my brother was one of those, so I was doing it either way. Right. I wasn't going to let him slide. So, um, you know, we kept doing that, and 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 that, that was that was fine. You know, um, so no games. We had no games. Fall ended up getting canceled. Holy, we, f- but when they did that, they were like, okay, we're going to do this six week season in the spring. Oh, so, I remember hearing about this. So, and and I'm thinking to myself the whole time, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it fall didn't happen. This is it's just lies. So we get to basketball. I'm coach basketball as well, and so we start practicing for basketball, and they cancel it. So I'm like, "There's no way we're playing football, right? There's no way." So we start practicing for football. How could they double up? Were they letting the kids play dual sports? It was like six weeks of basketball, mm-hmm. then it was six weeks of football, then it was six weeks of baseball track or whatever. They they did like literally six week of a of your. They started with the winter because that's the normal winter time sport. Then it was right. going to go into what were the fall sports and then back to the spring sports. So so you, so what you guys were like low key. You guys are going to do six weeks of football like in what like fucking February March? Yeah, it started in February. <laughs> 
And the whole time we're thinking, you know, in the, fir- the first day of practice, one of the first day of practice was shovel snow off the field. Yeah. I, that's, no, that's all we did. I bet. Every kid's got like a garbage can and they're just shoveling. We did no, we didn't dent anything. Let's right. put it that way. Like that's, it was work. Damn. Think about all the fucking seniors and how much film they missed out on. And like the Juco's must have just got all the talent. though. It had. Yeah. The next year. Yes. But yeah. still, if I was a fucking senior and I was revving up and I thought I had some college potential and I just got stripped of my season and then a bullshit six week. Yeah, it was not great. And um, the work, you know, dudes did do work not only on our team, but other teams. You could tell. I've never seen a season in, in sports where you could tell who did shit and who didn't do anything. Right. Because some people probably sat on their couch for almost an entire year and some dudes like got after it and like looked better than they would have looked even if it would have been the regular season. Right. They almost had, they had a second off season to train and that happened for us. Like a red shirt year almost. Yes. Yeah. And a hundred percent happened for us. Yeah. I mean, our, I saw it firsthand this year. I mean, yeah, they like with cam, our quarterback and you know, brother and these other dudes were like, they gained a lot of weight and they got fast and they got strong. And so, you know, kudos to them. And, um, we played, we, it was six weeks, and we only played five. Okay. Um, so then it was it was it just all division games? It was yeah, all for us. It was all league games, and league. then we played McQueen. Okay, which was kind of cool. Um, Do you guys not usually play, play McQueen? No, they would. Right now we're in three, and they're in five A. Oh, different division. And that was McQueen just this last year, so the fall, which was most of those guys too. They um they went to state. Oh, I didn't know that. And they had uh, they had two uh, the two highest recruits in town, two two of the highest recruits in state played for them. Who did they have to did they have to go down to Clark County? Who they playing from Clark or was it uh, really? they played Gorman? Gorman is that Clark? That's yeah, it is. That's I mean that's the powerhouse in Vegas that just annihilates everybody. Did they annihilate? And they McQueen? got annihilated. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's not like it was them. It's they've been doing that for. Know, well Make, making decade. it making it to state is awesome you're not gonna get that yeah, you should see some of the scores i actually pulled it up the other day just because i wanted to look at it real quick but yeah. their, their their scores in state are always like 55 7 50. i think one year reed played them like close to halftime and then they dropped like 40 on them in the second half jesus but christ it's the amount of d1 guys coming out of that school it's, it's unreal right. and just the training and the facilities and everything is it's mind-blowing but yeah, it was really cool to play uh you know mcqueen because it, the game ended up going to um down to the last we had the ball. We were down by three. Um, questionable call, PI, but whatever happens, I'm not gonna. And this chalk, is in, chalk it up this is in the six week. Season, that was in the six week season. First game of season, so you know that was a really big. We're coming off a one in eight season. The year before, um, and that's that group. They're juniors now, and some of those seniors were buying in too, and and so it um it was pretty cool to see. We didn't end up winning that game, but. We knew they were good, right? And we held, you know, the they had the stud running back Ashton Hayes, who's one of the better running backs in the record books for Nevada. Just committed to Cal. Nice. Um, we held them to his. I think I believe it's his all time low. Really? Yeah. Okay. Did he Did he go JUCO this year? No, he he's he was a senior this year. Oh, he so was that a was senior his junior. This, oh, yeah. He, was a junior. So he just signed with Cal. He actually was committed to Nebraska. Course, <laughs> <laughs> he would love that. Yeah, we ended up going to Cal. So I mean, it was it was a good it was a good uh, start for us. We ended up um, we ended up going three and two. Our other loss was to another undefeated team, which was South Tahoe, and we lost to them because they blocked an extra point really? with under a minute. Didn't to you go guys on beat us. the living shit out of South Tahoe this year? Oh, uh, we did. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Was that the team? Uh, this is a tough topic, but was that the team that had like three people on the sideline? 
Uh, they didn't have a lot. They were really, really. I think small they had numbers. like three or four subs. I'm not gonna lie. Their coach kind of did them dirty. They like he used like all. He built like only a varsity team, and they wouldn't play us in on JV level. And um, I don't know if they really ever built up like any lower level guys. Right. So there was not a whole lot left. And then they they had the fires, and they didn't have. They didn't have a coach until, like, really late. So they were in a bad position all the way around. Yeah. Uh, I felt sorry for those kids in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we got to that season. We were 3-2. and two. We're like, okay. You know, we lost two games by one score, and both of them came down to literally the very end. feel pretty good about this with this group. Um, once we had played that spring, I'm like, okay, we're going to have a fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, we instantly – I mean, the season ended, and we were – Right back to right training. Into, yeah, right yeah your kids doing track and baseball and all that stuff. You must have fin- you finished like what a month away from s- technically we, spring ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finished. It's like I think it was the season was most of all of March and a little bit had like half of April. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. right into sp- we just went right into it and then we went literally right into camps and we just we never really stopped. Um, you know, outside of when you're not actually having football. Yeah. But um, then uh. You know, momentum carried. Numbers grew like crazy. We ended up with almost thirty seniors. You know, and and you know, ended up going undefeated in the regular season this fall. So that was that was wild. that was pretty pretty freaking awesome. And um, it was so crazy to watch because, you know, I I always follow I always follow them, and I have because the you know last time last time I was coaching they're fucking thirteen years old. You know, and then when I showed up to the first game, I'm like this is absolutely crazy yeah you know what i mean like i didn't even recognize some yep. of the people i had to take off uh um jules's helmet mm-hmm. to even recognize him because he was like a fat five yeah. six five six and uh, now and he was man. like a like a lean fucking six two but uh some of those bodies changed they changed so much now that was the first time north valley's has gone undefeated in the regular season and how long uh, it's the first time the school ever won more than seven games. Um, it's the only time they've ever gone undefeated in the regular season. And it's the first time they ever won a league title. Uh, it's the best team in school history. Damn. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we got the bye. Ended up going and, and, and got a home game against Fallon, who's, you know, a perennial good team in the in the three a and uh we lost the turnover margin minus four uh so it's really hard to win a game like that still we're in it uh you know and you know probably the worst moment in football i've ever had my brother catches a about a 65 yard pass clean he's gone just taken to the house pulls his hamstring goes down we fumble the ball on the next play i mean it's like the most the, the playoff game, right? Yeah. yeah. It just, it's oh, yeah. like I was crushing. There. I was it, watching it. I was like, oh my God. You know, it crushes you and it only lasts, you know, for me, whatever. It was like a play and I'm like, got to get back into this. But it, it had a pretty good effect on the sideline. You could see it. And it was so early. And you It was know, early. He had 100 yards already and it was two minutes into the second quarter. And, and the previous game. He didn't get targeted too much. No. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I could see it. And I know him well enough now. And anyone who does know Aaron, he was pissed. And I was like, you know, I was talking to him on the sideline. I'm like, you know, you guys are winning, right? Like, keep doing your thing, you know, this and the other. And he just came out with a fucking. Yeah, that was bad out of hell. That was he's there's been a couple times in his life and games where I've been. There's been a noticeable, you know, jump 
can play, and that was definitely one of them. We just stayed in that game. I think if he stays in that game, I think he goes for two, three hundred because there was two things they were doing that were just leaving him just wide open. And um, credit to the team, we were down fourteen zero when that happened, and we fought back into it. We tied it at fourteen. They went on a drive. Some crazy shit happened. They scored with five seconds left, and they beat us. So, um, like I said. I, I don't have a shame in losing to a team like that. They're well coached. Um, they've won several state titles in the last decade. So yeah. it is what it is. I still think we probably had best team in the league. And we had, we ended up, well, the awards were crazy, man. I All mean, right. we All had right. player, Cam was the MVP of the league. Mang was the defensive player of the year. Uh, we had five, no, I think we had seven all region players. Tons of all league players. We had Lyman of the Year on on our side of the league. Just crate like awarded through the roof, rightfully so. I mean, we dominated. Our defense was absolutely unreal. Right. We broke so many school records. We had three shutouts. Should have had four or five. The team, couple teams scored, and we played every. I mean, you want a crazy stat in the league? We didn't have a single guy that was a starter on offense pretty much play more than a drive in the second half in league. That's how bad really? we were beating teams. Well, the only one was Truckee, and that was that was basically for the league title, and they were good. They were a playoff team. You know? That was, uh, yeah, the games that I came and watched. It was like, <laughs> there was a couple games. I'm, I'm a proud supporter, and I was like, it's fucking freezing. And yeah. It's like 40 to 6 <laughs> yeah, at halftime. I'm like, I'm fucking on. leaving. Which was really cool because, you know, like I was saying, we had those 30 seniors. Those yeah. dudes played. Yeah, I mean everybody played. Oh yeah, they played and they put up stats. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I I was looking at it after like I don't know, seventh or eighth game. I'm like, man, we got like 45 guys with a tackle on this team. Yeah, like you don't ever see Dude, that. J- it must it must like uh, I know this isn't the type of person that you are, but it must feel good on that I told you so moment because I remember we'd be sitting at practice and you'd be talking about you know like if I was going to stay in Reno, like, you know, coaching and I'm trying to get linked up with the freshman job. And you were like, you know, these, these kids can, these kids can do it. Cause yep. there were some pieces that were apart mm-hmm. during the, the SYFL times. And you're like, when these things come together and these people come to the same level, you're like, this could be a badass team. You know, this could be an undefeated team. And I remember you talking about it. I'm like, man, this guy's got a fucking vision. I was like, I don't even know I'm going to eat for fucking breakfast. Tomorrow. And this guy's <laughs> thinking about what these guys are going to do in four years. Oh uh, yeah. And then, um, I actually, I was sitting at a bar and, you know, to be honest with you, I was like totally caught up in life and all this stuff. And I was sitting at a bar and I was having a drink and I listened to these two guys talking about sports mm. and they started just raving about this North Valley's team. And you guys were like two and zero at the time. And they're like, they're just fucking running through everybody. You should see them on the field. They're quarterbacks. Uh, and I'm, I'm hearing it and I'm like, Oh, North Valley's, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to, I used to coach the North Valley uh, SYFL team. Cool. And I'm just listening. He's like, yeah, you know, they got this receiver. They like, they got a, they got a decent line. They got a badass defense and that Zeidler guy. And I was like, I know that guy. I was like, <laughs> and then I, it, I mean, to be honest with you, I was like, I thought, and I was like, holy shit, these guys are all seniors now. Yep. And then I started tapping in with, uh, um, with, um, with Aaron and, and all the guys. And, and then uh, I was watching, you guys went three and I was like, Phew. I was like, I got to start bringing my son to the games. It was crazy, man. Like, but I'm I'm ha- I'm very happy for not only the boys but yourself going through the year before. Yeah, because I was really scared. You know, like you know that's a lot of kids' lives are completely changed. You know, I think back to my life and like if I didn't have my senior year, senior football season, I never would have went to college. You know, I probably never would have been to Reno. I never would have been FedEx. I never yeah. would have done all these things. You know, so what a like a, just a 
a life altering spin to the people who are really banking on athletics too. Yeah, I was. It's that's that's so tough too because when you when you were, de- were dealing all, with all that stuff and you bring up something like high school sports, most people are like, it's just high school sports. It doesn't matter. And I'm oh like, oh my god. Okay, yes, in the grand scheme of life, playing football does not a living or dying thing. Right. But, man, I, we saved a lot of kids with that program and made them good people. And not only good people, like strong people. Like I feel like these kids are going to go out and they're going to do really well They'll in They'll have life. an impact in like, yeah. They're mentally strong from right. what they just went through. It's all scalable. Like, you know, like people that, you know, you go to, like, it's just high school sports. But if. For those athletes, if they don't go on and play sports, that is going to be like those times in the locker room, those times with the team that these college athletes cherish, that these NFL athletes, that these CYFL athletes cherish, that are monumental, that catapult them into life. That's their moment as as children. It's just equally as impactful. The, The financial dollar might be different and the eyes on the screen watching the game. But for the individual child, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Like some of my best friends still to this day, some of my best memories in life, and some of the char- like the the characteristics that I have that I fall back on, I gained in high school football, getting through different types of adversity, the melting pot of human beings, the different coaches, and kind of understand like management and and failing. You know what I mean? And and pushing yourself mentally, physically, spiritually to a different level, abide, like getting disciplined, abiding by rules. And then you go out into the world and it's like, okay, I was doing this and you know, I was doing this every day and I was grinding, I was sweating, I was disciplined, I was watching film and I was learning the playbook. And I hated this coach, like this coach, like this coach, hated this coach, but I listened to all of them because I'm disciplined. And then I go out and I get my first manager job or whatever the job may be. Like, this is a fucking piece of cake. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I hate my manager. Like, yeah, well, I've been through this before. Like, you know, my strength conditioning coach, that Ricky guy was a fucking psychopath. And he, would, <laughs> he would always hit us even though he didn't have fucking pads on. So this guy at Costco is not that bad. You know right. what I mean? Like, so it's, yeah. And, and, and the best part about it was a lot of those kids struggled so much through like youth football and, and it'd like preach to them and be like, you know, you're going to go undefeated and you're going to win state and taking that all the way from day one. That was like the day one thing as a freshman. It's pretty cool when they did it. You know yeah. what I mean? We didn't win that state, but we did go undefeated and we were, we were incredibly dominant. It was, it was like that, all that hard work and like the consistency of it. That was the mm-hmm. biggest thing. I preached consistency, consistency, consistency. And the dudes just showed up over and over and over and over and over and over. And they got on other dudes. Right. And fuck, when it all paid off, it was like... Man, I don't know. Uh, I think his number was like 47 or 17. He was like this little tiny running back. Kind of had longer hair. A little white kid. Oh, yeah. Sudith. Yeah, so you could... I, I, I've i been in the game enough to see that Sudith is no star athlete. Yeah. And he's no stud or anything like that. But when you're in a dominant powerhouse high school football team and your number gets called, like, I don't know that kid personally, but what I do know from watching him is... From the first game that I saw him get in to his posture and his poise from the last game, like the confidence level of that human being that this dominant team would call on him to carry the ball. You know what I mean? Like they may seem like little battles and insignificant to to other people outside. But like you said, right at the beginning of the podcast, like if I'm going to do something better for a kid, that's what I'm going to do. And that right there, that's a monumental moment for whoever that kid is. You know what I mean? 
that dude's ready to step up to the plate. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to do the presentation. Like, fuck it. I'll throw the pitch. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh (laughs) I've been in this hot seat before. Yeah. They're not lacking confidence anymore, which is, which is really cool. I don't know what the, I don't know what the faithful fan base was at North Valley's before, but what I will tell you is when I pulled up to senior night, I was fucking shocked. There was, I don't know what that stadium count is, but there was at least a couple thousand people there. That one was pretty good. Man. That one was pretty good, and um, there was one earlier in the season that was pretty good. The playoff game wasn't great because it ended up being like a Saturday, and it got like shifted, and it was freezing. It was freezing. It was freezing. Bro. But, yeah, no, that was really cool. That senior night was um, it was fantastic. It was really awesome, and um, it was pretty emotional for a lot of people. And it was long because there were so many people. We had like we had four juniors graduate early, too. So we ended up like – and we had band – and we had cheerleaders. Yeah. It was like a 45-minute thing before it started. And, and honestly, all that like built up and was was made the game tough. You yeah. know what I mean? And that game was closer than it than it than it should be. Yeah. You know, props to Sparks. Played a good game. But I got to oh, uh, man. it was way closer than it should have been. Um I got a I was hoping that it was gonna be here in time, but I got one of those uh, on a canvas um, of the picture after the game. Of yeah. all of us. And I just got to, I wholeheartedly have to thank you. Cause that was such like, just to be a part of it. I know I was only there for a year, but to see Oos and, and Lex was there yeah. and all the kids were there. And I looked at the picture and I brought everybody already had it, but I found like buried in my shit, like 50 extra copies of like that first win we had. Yeah. I think it was at Spanish yep. Springs or wherever the fuck we were. Yeah. And we didn't get too many dubs that nope. season. You nope. know what I mean? Stuff. And, and uh, so I was giving it to the guys, and they were like, I was like, oh, maybe this is dumb. And they were like, oh, fuck. They're like, wait, wait, Mike, let me get an extra one. Let me get an extra one. And then Jules's mom was sending me a bunch of – it was just – it was it was crazy to be a part of it because it was electric. It's the picture that's on the watch, the man. the picture on your watch. Yeah, and that's sweet. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's a great picture. Is That's the one uh, That's the one from this year. That is. That's, that's right after that game. That is crazy. All the SYFL coaches and <laughs> SYFL kids, man, and they're huge. It's hilarious. It, 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 right now in the house, I got the. Uh, it just just recently came. I've done a picture with Aaron every year where it's just him and I, and I had the first one next to the next to the last one, and mm-hmm. it's it's just crazy. Like on the first one, I'm on a knee, and he's not even as taller than me, and and now he's. I mean, he's not a tall kid, but he's a hell of a lot bigger compared to what he was when I was training it's him. It's just crazy. Like like kid like Cam that would have been a little kid, and now he just like towers over me. I'm like, and I'm not I'm not a small dude. I'm six two. So, and you know, full transparency, love you, Cam. I was like, it was a crossroad. Like, is this guy going to go left or right? You know, because when he was 13, he was a little soft. It's a massive transformation. And and his arm wasn't great, and his IQ wasn't top-notch. He's a killer athlete. There's no doubt about that. And then when I started watching him play, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Who is this kid? Yeah, I mean, he... That last year was tough because, you know, he wasn't... he, he, He had, like... It was where when he came in, he was a quarterback, and then... You know, we did some receiver and a bunch of other stuff. And then Tabula was a quarterback forever. And then that eighth grade year, he ended up having to be the quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? And and it was tough. We played so much talent. We were so thin. We had no line. And he got his ass beat. And um, 
I'll tell you what, man, he came in that freshman year and like the light switch flipped. Yeah. Like he just, he was a dude overnight. It definitely seemed like this is, this is years in the making. When I saw him play, I was like, I don't even recognize this kid. The only thing that I, the only thing that was the same is that Kim's dad was wearing the exact same outfit. (laughs) No, that fucking hoodie. Chris has not changed one bit. Not one, one bit. No, he was like uh, the first game. I I mean, I love those guys. Yeah. But the first game, they were like, yeah, come and sit with us, you know, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course, thank you so much, like, so good to see you, and then I was sitting with them, and they were just barking, and things that they were saying, so every other game, I just sat with me and myself, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and also me, I, yeah. I have a really hard time sitting down when I'm watching, especially so those I. boys, and after the second game, like, my, I would find a spot, there was a couple games I came with my couple games I came with my son, a couple that I didn't, and I was just standing the whole time. Yep. Jules' mom would come up and be like, what? what are you doing? She's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, you're a weirdo. Yep. But, man, that is – I mean, though some of those guys improved so much, too. Like, still talking to Cam, it was funny because we, we, we put together presentations for <clears throat> the new schools that we went to. We'll get into that. But um, we got footage from him. Like, he played varsity three years in his sophomore year. He's, he's still a really good athlete, and mm-hmm. he's doing well, but, like, he's – he, he's so slow and yeah. you're like oh man you're, and all of a sudden man he put on he went from one like 185 to 215 plus at one thing at one point he got up like two, 225 and he went from a five to like a four five forty yeah i mean he's his a gazelle, bo- his body just man. caught up yeah because yeah. he's, he's like, running like a giraffe yep, and now, and now you're like a gazelle. gazelle and you're like Damn, and the highlights are insane when you just watch. He says touchdown, a huge touchdown, touchdown after huge touchdown, touchdown after huge touchdown. He he broke the running back, uh, the the touchdown running record at North Valley's, and he's a quarterback. Yeah, uh, and we and had the leading touchdown receiver on the same team. I mean, down in distance too, like in crucial moments, every time. There's one thing of getting the first down, and there's another thing of yeah being in a bad third and 13 situation and completely changing the momentum of the game. Cause you took a 70 yarder to the fucking house. Yeah. And he was doing it game after game, yeah, after game. game after game. And he's a dude who, like I was saying before, I mean, I don't, don't think he took a whole lot of snaps in the second half of more than half of our games yeah. and broke those records and was the MVP. It's I mean, wild. it's mind boggling how good it, and if for anybody that doesn't know the school or that <laughs> we're talking about it's like a perennial dumpster fire right like Lawrence this Valley. isn't a place where you know that happens yeah you know what i mean uh it's had it's had a few good years it's been in the playoffs i, uh, I think that would have been the fourth time they've been in there wrong. yeah north valley's doesn't seem like this is my superficial judgmental like when i first started going up there and stuff like that i'm like doesn't seem like we're breeding athletes no. up here it seems like we're breeding like cattlemen up here. No, and and a, a lot of them leave, and I've always been super sour about that. There's there's plenty of them playing on Minogue. Yeah, but well, they did that in SYFL. Yeah, too. they've been doing that forever, and then other schools have been doing that forever. The whole the whole city has that in, in places, depending on yeah. the team. Now, of any of the of any of the athletes, is there anyone that's potentially going to play at the next level? Um, yeah, there'll be there'll be about five of them. I is think when it's all said and done, there could be more or less. It, I think it comes down to, you know, are you really, do you really want to dive into this? I think right. don't do it if you're going to dabble. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the biggest transition that I saw when, you know, I was, a, I was, I had a fan, fantastic team, had an undefeated season my senior in high school. You know, I was like 
But it was high school. I was 225 fucking pounds. And yeah. I ran a 4.6. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, you know, I just ran straight, really. Yep. And then, but when I got to college, like, the size and the speed is tough. But, and the playbooks are tough. But we came in with, I think, 75 freshmen. Mm-hmm. And after the first, after the end of our red shirt year, I think we had 20. Yeah. Because what people don't understand is, the next level, whether it be Juco, Division right. One, Division Two, it doesn't matter. Like they will weed out who wants to play the game and right. who loves this game. Absolutely, because it's film and it's a it's, it's a forty it's a to job. fifty hour week job yep. on top of going to school and trying to live your life, and it is it's a it's a it's a culture shock. You know what I mean? Like in high school, it's getting better, but special teams is special teams. You do it at the end of practice, but like in college. You spend hours and hours right. and hours on special teams, and it's it's some of the most important possessions in the game, you yeah. know. And it's just a completely different uh, uh, it's a completely different perspective in, in football when I went to the next level, and it almost it, it discouraged me a little bit, right? You know what I mean? You, and uh, and it's tough to go to the next level. Not only do you have to completely one thousand fold up your commitment to the game, but you're no longer the superstar. Right. It doesn't matter what level you go to, you know what I mean? Unless you're some psychotic freak, but five still. So are they looking at like junior colleges or they think there's anybody that'll make it to a state? Um, couple, a couple will be junior college for sure. Just because you gotta be a qualifier. And I, I don't think quite think they have the classes. Their right. GPO is okay, but just don't have the classes and they're fine with that. I think some of those guys potentially they grow a little bit like like i think a, like a law too is a mm-hmm. is a jc yeah, yeah. Like, he has a talent to play that's uh, some old blood will hit him sooner or later yeah he's he you know he's working really hard right now so he'll be a guy uh mang's gotten some offers they're like d3 offers but i think he'll probably end up probably thing. just JC. because of size yeah i think so and, he's, and, he's, and he's a weird position our whole defense was built around him right. as a player but we're talking about a kid that's like six one and about 175 yeah. 180 pounds not a big dude. I mean, he hits like an absolute freight train. He's an one of the best football players I've been around. Absolute ball hawk. Yep. Absolute ball hawk. I would, there's a lot of times where I would literally, I usually, I usually, you know, f- keep my eyes and I float maybe five to six feet above the center and then obviously see where the play goes when I'm watching. But there, most of the time I would just stare, stare at Maine. Like if they're running the ball, like I'm just watching him. Like he'll tell me where the ball's going every fucking time. It's fun to watch. You want to go to one when he was a JV kid. I'm like, and they're like, who do you think's the best player? I'm like, it's Ming. And they're like, really? I'm like, the kid's this dude. I'm like, he's the eraser. So yeah. that's been the nickname I've been calling him by is the eraser. Because I'm telling you, man, the kid like literally erases mistakes. Yeah. He's, he's wild. He's, he's like Erlacher, but smaller. Yeah. He's just so. And like, I think that's a lot of the hard part with him is. Like you said, size. Like, where does he fit? He he's the size of a safety, but he, you know, he's typically all around the box. We had him. Like I said, he was a very specific position. The defense was built around him. It was it's complicated, but yeah, it was pretty cool. We basically gave him free reigns. We're like, hey man, right. play everywhere. Yeah, that's dope though. D, even though D, even D three is, is fantastic because what people also don't understand. I think one of the biggest transitions to the next level is. The skill positions are definitely faster. The linebackers and things like that. Quarterbacks are better. Running backs are faster. But what what I don't think people quite understand the caliber of linemen that happens when you go to the next level. Right. You know, you have guys like there's guys in high school that are six four, six five, and two hundred and eighty pounds. Yep. But you know, seeing a guy who's six four, six five, two hundred and eighty pounds and runs a fucking four eight, and if they get their hands on you, like you know, then s- size and speed definitely does. Size definitely becomes a factor. Absolutely. You know what I mean? 
but that's dope. I mean, D three. What other? What? Uh, what about my big boy Aaron? <sighs> Aaron is he? Is he? Is he? Does he want to go play at the next? Yeah, time? absolutely. And, I think um, that was a dumb question. You but. know, and, and I've always been really honest with them. Like, this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're not about it, like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question you or be like, you know what, you failed. Like, if it's not what you want to do, don't do it. For real. So, you'll know quick. Yeah. You'll know quick. So he's been filling out. He's sent, he's sent a lot of emails and all, filled a out a lot of stuff and sent a lot of people stuff. And it's been tough. You know, I mean, the world is not big on five nine one hundred and seventy pound receivers yeah. now. The slot world's becoming a lot bigger, and you've seen in the NFL. Thank you, Belichick. Yeah, these dudes are popular, and he has a unique skill set for that position. He's very quick. His hands are—I would say his hands are 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 up there. They're damn good. They're damn good. Yeah, Yeah. and um, you know he's he understands the game really well, and he could learn pretty damn well. So he's been sending a lot of stuff. He's he's been looking around the D two world. you know, I don't know yeah. right now. Still, has it's, he gotten anything all back up in the air? He's talked to some people. Like, it's like still I, pretty early, though. It is a little bit. You know, early. these these NAI schools and stuff pick up a lot of people late. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just uh, like I was saying before that that portal is making things really weird, and all these dudes getting these extra years. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the JC. I I was talking to one of our guys and I was asking him what about there? And he's like, they told me they're full because they have all these guys already. They're yeah. keeping I'm like, God, Jesus. But you know, and then I think with cam, he's, he really wants to, I think he wants to walk on it. You and R. So he's okay. He's there. We're pushing for that a little bit. And I mean, the boy's I got all the tools. It's just, can he perform? Yeah, That's and, really the question. Yeah. He's got to re, you know, he's got to find a new position. He's not going to be a quarterback and he knows that yeah. he doesn't want I don't even think he cares. So, you know, I can play anything. Just a freak athlete who's six four and runs really well. Does he have good hands? His hands are actually pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, he's just an athlete. Can he hit? Yeah, we played yeah. him at safety a bit here, yeah. and um, yes, yes, he can. Yeah, senior night he was playing safety. Yeah, and then the bit. last game of the season he was playing safety. Last, too. Yep, mm-hmm, a little bit more. Um, we kind of kept those guys as much as we could away from defense until yeah. we really needed them. Yeah. Um, but he can. That's probably where. That's where. He would fit, yes. You know, safety, wide receiver, tight end. I mean, he could put on some weight and be a tight end, right? The right type of tight end. Um, but I think of all the people, I think he he has an incredibly high determination level to do it. Right, he's gonna put that work in, and I don't think that bothers him. So, I think big things will be coming for him. That that sometimes will that times will get you a spot over anything, especially especially at the college level. Like I was telling, I remember when they were when they were, uh, um. All the youngsters and uh, Big George, you know, always fucking getting in trouble and shit like that. And uh, I would tell him, I'm like, yo, you could be the best. I saw it firsthand. You could be the best fucking athlete in the world. But if you're sitting at a too flat and you're inconsistent and you're not motivated or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? Like a college coach can find someone with a three five that they can depend on and rely on and just implant them into their program. And he'll they'll make them you in a red shirt year. Absolutely. Easily, you know. Yeah, I think some of these kids, in a lot of ways, could be diamond in the rough. Yeah, you know, I obviously I'm gonna think that about my own guys, but so you go out with a fucking bang, an undefeated season, yep. first time in a long time in the playoffs, league title, breaking records. Yep. You got you got kids on all all kinds of stats, which mm-hmm. has got to feel 
blissful, especially when you're when that team that you literally carried since they were right. Well, eleven years old. Well, it was it was pretty cool because okay, so I I coached them as freshmen, and we did really well. Um, you know, had a really close loss to a team that was undefeated. Even farther back, I know thirteen. Well, yeah, I mean back then, but I I'm even in high school. So after after freshman year, I no longer coached. Um, Cam, Aaron, and 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 three of the other ones. They, they all, they all went to varsity, and I I stayed with JV that year. Um, I ended up doing JV the next year, um, doing OC there, and um, uh, I would just do I would just help with play calling on on uh, game nights for varsity. Mm-hmm. And then this last year, this senior year, I did both. I coached a line for both varsity and JV. We would run our practice where. When JV was on offense, varsity was on defense, and then when varsity was on offense, and you would just flip flop, and I would just always coach the offensive line. Oh shit! And then did the same thing again. Helped call plays mm-hmm. for both. I called the game for JV, and I helped call the game for varsity. Right. So yeah, it was fucking sweet because, and here's the best part about it: though that JV team, like this year, they're five and three as well. And I, none of those kids were my kids. Right. All these kids started coming in and buying into the same shit that I was preaching to these other kids. Right, right. I, you built I, a program. That's I just right. walked out of that school, and the teams I in, I coached individually, actually coached positions and called plays for, were seven and two, five and three, three and one, five and three, eight and zero. Oh. Like, yeah. At a school like that, it doesn't happen. Numbers don't lie either. Nope. You know what I mean? So. So like I said, you go out, you go out with a bang. You get to see your little brother do so amazing. All the kids that you've become loyal to and 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 a fit and a, a huge figure in their life. So now, from the grapevine and kind of you talking to me, like you have some serious transitions going on 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 what might be happening with your future. Now, first, like what's going on with that, and then second, like kind of how are you taking that? Yeah. So. Uh... You know, after the season, um, just started evaluating and, and was, was, is that where we were at the right fit for where we wanted to continue to do what we were doing? Um, there are certain things, ah, it's hard, you know, like, hold on, think about it just for a second. No worries. So, I would say I actually really like every single person at at North Valley's and I and they were really good to me and um I enjoyed my time there. I just felt like this if I was going to leave this was the time to leave. I had that group for all those years. It's never going to be easy to leave a team and a program that you And a program like cuz no matter what you do you're always meeting the next kid and creating a relationship with them and the next kid and the next kid. And a lot of those juniors, man, I coach those kids in youth ball too. Like some of those ones are, you know, they mean a lot to me as well. There's never going to be a good time. Yeah. And, um, the door was open for the new school, which is the new hug and the new hug, the new hug. So hug high school built a new school. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then they originally had like a naming for it, and they were considering a new name. What the fuck are they going to do with the old school? Uh, they're going to demolish it, most of it. I think the rest of it they're turning into some type of charter school, okay, okay. I believe. I'm not positive on that. Um, and the school's not very far. It's just further down McCarran. They, okay. they wiped out half a golf course for it. Oh, sure. And, but it's, the school's unreal and the weight room is going to be unru- unreal. And the program's got a sports medicine program. It's got, it's got all this and it, it just, for where I want to go, you know, I've been, I've been raising my brother for a long time mm-hmm. and with him leaving, it's almost like a kid leaving to go to school. Yeah. And I, I need a new chapter in my life. I yeah, need yeah. like, I need something fucking new. So it was the right time for just about everything. There's never a great time, but it was the right time for that. So, uh, the head coach at, at North Valley's do set, um, was like, Hey, you know, will you come with me if I make this move? I was like, fuck yeah. You know, and the guy gave me an opportunity. So he got head varsity coach over there. Yeah. Okay. So he's the head varsity coach over there. And you know, that he let me, he let me come into to North Valley's and do let me do like, Everything I wanted to do. Right. I was like, hey, I want to do this in the weight room. Cool. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do this. And supported me the whole way. So, yeah, I'm going to follow that dude. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Lo- Loyalty is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm going to be the OC over there. Varsity OC over there. Damn. Yeah. And um, him and I are just, are, we're already over there, uh, you know, training. And uh, I'm still coaching basketball at, at North Valley's. Um, you know, I got to finish that out. Love those kids too. And um yeah, I'm pretty freaking excited about it. Damn, that's wild. So now Hug is uh, what's Hug's <laughs> history in athletics? <laughs> so we uh we just left a school with an eight and one record and we're going to a school with a forty game losing streak. Forty. Forty. Yeah. They have not won forty games. No. They uh they the last win was actually what is that, six years? Yeah, it's two thousand sixteen. Um, the last time they won was against North Valley's. Really? Yeah. And uh, it was 40 games ago. Um, it is about in the dumps as much as you could get. How on God's green earth do you lose 40 games? Uh, like, I understand bad slumps, but one thing I do know about football is <laughs> every once in a while, something clicks and another team plays the worst game they've ever played. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. <laughs> and they've had some close ones. They've had a lot of close ones. Um, it's crazy because it's actually a school with a proud history. Um, tons of dudes have been in the NFL out of that school. Because when I first got here, when I first moved here, I heard of Hug as like, you know, I heard Hug as a little more of a rougher school. It, and yep. I remember before I came with you, I walked into Hug. Yep, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I, I would love to coach." I heard that you know you got some rough riders over here. That's right up my alley. Um, you know what I mean? It seems like I could be wrong, but it seems like a little more uh, my uh, a higher minority population at Hug High. Um, and I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I popped in there. I didn't know anything about their history or anything like that. But I have heard people talk about war stories that Hug used to have some. Bad motherfuckers over there. They did. They had some dudes. I didn't know about no 40, 40 fucking game losing streak, though. Yeah, it's, uh, they were pretty good in, um, early 2000s. Uh, they, they've gone to state. Um, you know, how do you, how does a program crumble like that? It's complicated. Um, you know, a lot of the other schools that have, have built up in the, in the area, um, 
I don't want to say I'm close enough to it to really, to really get into actually how that even happened. Um, but it just, it compounded and between other schools and the coaches that came through and they, and they had some, they've had some ups and downs, even like, I think they've only won like one, they've had only one win in four teams of, was it like only one season that they have more than one win in the last like 14, but in that one year they had like eight wins. So they had some even decent coaching when they were struggling, um, and then this, the last, the last ordeal was crazy. Um, I, it was an older guy that came from out of state and came here, and it, I think it was just way, way over, way over his head, and oh. it, it got out of control. I'll tell you what, man. I walked in there. I'm like, okay, well, there's how you get one win, and oh, there's how you get two wins, and oh, there's how you get three wins, and maybe that's just me being that way, but that's that's how I am. So, it's. It's, it's, it's crazy because you're like, oh, man, if they're, they've lost 40 in a row, they must be just absolutely atrocious, right? Yeah. No, it's the exact opposite. That's half the reason I'm going there. There's size pouring out of the walls. Size, right? Oh, yeah, they got Polynesian I was going to say, don't they have all the islanders? Oh, absolutely. Yes, and they're they're enormous. I mean, 6'4", 6'3", 6'1", 220, 230, 260, everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. That's crazy. And... um it's just you just gotta you know there's a way to deal with it and there's a way to to build up a program like that and it, and it had that going for a long time and I don't see any reason why you can't but you gotta be I went to a school like this went to Booster mm-hmm. I coached North Valley's it's very similar and now I'll go here and I don't have a problem with these schools. I like these kind of schools. Yeah, they're challenges. But and you have to be incredibly bought in. Like you have to live and breathe it. You have to be ready also to, you know, it's not a it's not an overnight thing. No, you absolutely go to a not. Forty game losing streak thing. You you know you're not gonna. You, there's a very high probability you won't have that Cinderella story and flip the program on its head in one year. Right. You know you got to be you got to begin with the end in mind. Absolutely. And then I think you know I, I go in there and with the same kind of vision going into North Valley's and you got to have that. If you don't have that, you're not going to, you're not going to get there. You got to see gold <laughs> when it's just dirt, man. Right. And, and I, I really think that's there. And so it's going to be interesting to see. I just can't believe, you know, we, the amount of like lower class kids they're playing because they have the size. They got these two outside linebackers that are both a well over six feet. One's like two twenty, like at like six, three, the sophomore, they're sophomores. I'm like, so I br- I brought Latu in to lift, and and he's you know they're, they're family with a, with a couple of those guys, and I'm like Latu, you'd have been a running back on this, and I'm talking right now about my left tackle who was all region, right? But he was only six feet yeah. and two hundred thirty pounds. That's all we had. North, I didn't have any size at North Valley's, none, zero, zero. Our offensive line went it was went two thirty Hicks, two hundred, yep, two thirty, like two. 35 ish maybe and then hicks would have been the biggest at like 255 yeah that's wild and so these guys are just massive they're just huge so is their strength and conditioning program just absolute dog shit or what's going on just is it all there around? wasn't anything going on right it was just pad up and it was luck? yeah and i i've heard some absolute like mind-boggling stories already um here's here's a good one this is how they ended their season so they missed a game with dayton 
And Dayton is not good either. Right. Dayton's the other team that kind of is in that, just hadn't won a game in absolutely forever. Right. So they missed the game. So they, they reschedule a game for when the playoffs are going on. So Hugs is going to play Dayton, which is effectively the toilet bowl. And, and, and they're right before they're going to play this game. The coach just, he's gone. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's something, something legal. I'm, I don't know. Get into it, but like oh, he's wow. gone. So they don't have a coach. Well, he wouldn't share the playbook with nobody. Because so I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows the plays. Nobody knows the hand signals. Nobody knows anything. There's 14 delay of games, 14 delay games. They only lose by four. What? Yeah. They basically ran. They came up with inside zone or something before the game started. <laughs> so as, as hilarious as it sounds, this is not like a rare story. Like I'm, I'm just listening to stories and it's just like, wow. So, so you have, you have a program in shambles, a 40 game losing streak, some acrobatic stories clearly of, of what's gone on over there. And now you have, you're coming from a winning program, yeah. a brand new school and a completely new environment. Like, as a as a as a coach, as a coordinator, especially like where where do you where do you kind of start when you hit the ground? I met with him two weeks ago, and about thirty of the kids came out, and uh, my thing was, hey man, we're gonna do the same thing, but I'm not gonna sit here and just talk. Like I'm gonna prove it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna prove it like exactly the way I know how it's gonna go, and I want you to prove it too. So. I'm going to be here every single off-season practice. I'm going to be here every single day. Right. So match me. Yeah, kind of follow thing. me. A couple kids are already buying in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm it clearly that that program and those kids are lacking leadership. Right. You know. And and you don't want to go into something like this and not be well I'm comfortable with it now. No, right. we've not been comfortable with this before, but Man, I spent so much time over the last four years perfecting, trying to perfect. It's obviously never going to be perfection. Always keep learning. But Beautiful thing about football. Absolutely. And it's not just football. I spent so much damn time in, in, in training modalities and everything. And I built a system and a structure. And I did a lot of this with, with Doucette yeah. um, and him. And I just went nuts with it. And I like what we're doing now. I feel like the training's a huge deal. And it proved, I mean, you should see how the numbers, the speed, our team speed this year at North Valley's was insane. It was so evident. We were faster, quicker than every team. And we went after that. That was our thing. But between the way we're training in the weight room and the way we're training sprinting, it's working. Right. So we got that dialed down. So I feel really good about that. And when I look at where this school's at right now with these athletes, now I'm dealing with a better athlete. Yeah. Before I put them in the system, correct. What am I gonna get out of it? Right. And I don't think a lot of people look at it like that. Yeah. Um, we just did sprints with them the first time. Had like fifteen of them do forties, and I was like, "Wow, we are slow. Fine, great, fantastic." Because if we're slow now and we speed up, win. Right. You know, it's just little stuff like that. Speed never has a bad day. Yeah, I'm not worried about building any of that. Um, but I just, you know. It's it's so you have to be good at everything. That's what I really like about high school football. So, you know, if you can, you go coach college football or you coach NFL football, you're the special running teams. backs coach yep. or whatever you are. You are only doing special that. Team, yep. 
That's what you're doing. Nope, you don't worry about anything else. When you're doing high school football and you're at, you're not at some big private school where you can, you know, get guys like that, or your your coaching staff is only a handful of dudes. Like you're the S and C, you're the OC, you're the head coach, you're the whatever. It just goes on and on and on. And I'll tell you what, I had to be like a counselor for North Valley's too. Yeah, with, with some of the, the stuff that dudes would come out with me with, fine, I did that too. I don't have a problem with it, but you better be well-rounded and be able to handle all that. And I'm fine. I'm, I'm ready for that. And you, you, it's really, you know, the biggest thing is you got to seriously want to do it. Like it's got to be, there's got to be no money. Like this is not a paying thing, honestly. Right. Okay. You get paid to be a teacher. I'm not a teacher. I do all this for nothing. Right. Not, I haven't made a dime out of any of this because I just love, man. I love, I absolutely, my favorite part of all of it is Building kids up and making them actually better than even they thought they could be. Yeah. Just flying. You just let them loose and all of a sudden they fly. Achieving things that they never And then thought. they always want to come back and be like, you're a genius, whatever. No, I'm not, man. I just showed you the door and you walk through it. It's not that hard. Yeah. This is not complicated. Yeah, you know showed, I mean? Just nobody showed you the door. Just built you up. Constantly built you up. 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 And I love that. That's absolutely... That's why I do it. Yeah. So... Basketball season ends. How far into basketball season are you? Uh, well, I don't know what we're really in. <laughs> I say that because we're technically we should be, you know, we should be done by two weeks into February, going into playoffs. But we've missed our last six games. Um, they're doing this stuff right now where, you know, if anybody, more or less anybody on the team tests because you're you see every you only only test like in periods where. If somebody has it, then they have to exclude everybody. Mm-hmm. And now we're having schools like North Valley has been shut down for the last three days. And when schools shut down, you can't play basketball. Um, so we we already had missed three games going into this week. We missed another three games. I should have been at a. I should literally be at a game right now. Really, we'd be in the middle of a game. So, but we're not. Um, How's the basketball team doing? Uh, you know, it started pretty rough. Um, Are all the guys playing still? Guys playing right now. Uh, Cameron's playing, Aaron would be playing, but he's, he's, he's just done with that hamstring. He's just got to keep rehabbing it. Yeah. It, been, it acted up. He tried to come back and he just couldn't he's do been it. fucking bugging him since he was 13. Yeah. This is, it's not great. Um, who else? Uh, um, Monticelli's playing. Uh, I'm trying to just think of the football guys. Um, Delano, you wouldn't know him. Um, you guys are it's doing terrible. All right. Tristan, it's, it's about it's seven of them. Um, sorry, why I'm just going no, brain good. dead on it. But um, those are serious football guys. Yeah, they don't they don't practice basketball. Yeah, and so as good as athletes they are, they have their moments where they they struggle pretty good. We got some two really talented junior kids that yeah. um that, that that do some good work. It's it's a good team, and I enjoy being around it. Right, it's just where their football ability is compared to their basketball ability. It's not the same. So we started out, um, you know, lost five and, uh, we had some close ones in there. Um, we picked up our last two and we were feeling pretty good when it got shut down. Um, there's definitely a lot more wins in there. Right. Um, I'd like to be, you know, realistically, if we can get anywhere around 500 ish, we have a chance at the playoffs. Oh, okay. And I think that's realistic. Yeah. And then when basketball's over, you're out of there. I am. Um, I'm still going in in the mornings. Yeah, that's crazy kind of crazy shit I do. I still go. I go into the morning to 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 help run the program, the weights program we got going on. I don't. I don't get paid for that shit. Yeah. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not like <laughs> uh, I still do it. Yeah. Like I'm literally helping kids that I'm going to be actively competing against next year. I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the kids are blessed to have somebody with that type of dedication. Yeah. I mean, when there's not a lot of, unfortunately there's, I wish there was more people who would dedicate their time to, you know, young adults pro bono. Yeah. Especially in, um, you know, obviously other categories of, of, of things that people do bring life lessons, but athletics is definitely a carotid artery for, for life lessons and life skills and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, building people up confidence wise, like you were talking about. So, I mean, like you said, I mean, there might be some people who are disgruntled and things like that, but I can guarantee you, uh, I've spent enough time with you and you build a program like that, that people are going to be a little upset people are going to be hurt when you leave. That's Absolutely. For sure. You know, mm-hmm. which is bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it happens, you know, um, I don't think anybody thought we were going to, I right. mean, who the hell leaves after you go eight? No. Now, now before we sign off though, because you had the most violent, I told you so in 2000 and was it 16, 17 when we coached together? 16. What, what year was that? Uh, let's see. They're 22. They're just 21. Would have been like, yeah, 16. 2016. No, right? no, it's 17. 2017. That's right, because my son was born at the end of 2017. Right. So 2017, you make the call. You say, hey, you know what I mean? Like, guarantee you we're going we're gonna to kill it when these boys are seniors. You come in undefeated, championship caliber, league best, period bar none you're going to hug for the next time that we talk what's your prediction for this <laughs> upcoming year at hug i know it's a premature uh, that's a that's a crystal ball type of thing but what do you think um you're optimistic and then you're realistic twofold it's a twofold thing for me this is going to really there's going to be like where, where do you even bring this out um they have a lot of injuries mm-hmm. last year i'm working with a couple kids that already have like acl injuries and i like fractured tibias and a bunch of shoulder injuries injuries are going to almost disappear Mm -hmm. um i say that because we got through this last football season both both levels no concussions you ever even heard of such a thing no yeah swear to god no concussions no concussions teaching those boys how to tackle tackle and we're on we're doing some stuff that's you know like a reflexology stuff that's warming up nicks and i strengthen nicks a lot and yeah, Nick's had those it fucking worked, ankles. Man. Man. It was crazy. Like it, it really worked. Like we had no concussions, and they were over there talking about they like eight, nine concussions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're not gonna have this. So that's going away. Mm-hmm. So that's one. <laughs> that's kind of a weird one. That's a big prediction for me. Uh, I like our quarterback. He's a uh, he's a uh, he's a three year varsity starter. Um, oh wow. Yeah, and um, he's he's smart as hell. So he's like an year? all AP kid. Like great grades. I'm stoked about it. If we can get him up to speed and in this offense and I like the talent around man it sounds bullish but like talk to me dude talk to me bro I, I see I see I see six wins man. <laughs> six wins you fucking heard it here first next time we sit down I'm either gonna be praising your name or talking <laughs> shit oh man I you know that would be that would be in a first year you know coming in especially with the 40 wins it's bullish and because that yeah I'm gonna go we're gonna I'm gonna go for that right and um you know I, I think we're a here's what I think we are I actually do think we can make the playoffs if mm-hmm. they do the same structure that they did last year and that requires 
that's going to require winning three out of five in our division in our in our league and, right. and i and i think it's possible i just think the talents there it's it's going to be a matter of can we catch them up on all the other facets and i don't just mean football i mean like the speed and the strength there's just a lot of stuff that's got to be caught up in seven months and i'm going to do everything i possibly can and i think that's the height i would love to do that uh i can tell you right now we're winning game one Absolutely. Do you, just having that streaks in and right now. <laughs> Period. Do you have any do you have any reservations about the buy in from your supporting staff? No. Right now I don't. That's good. Um I feel like uh it's gonna grow who's the coaches that have, you know, either come with us or come in. But as of right now, is it just you two? No. Um there's uh there's about five of us right now. Um and we're gonna probably we're gonna pick up we've already have uh, picked up some of five their, from their, North Valley. Yeah, and we oh, picked wow. up some of their previous staff, um, and uh, you know we want to help them. And the kids have a good relationship with with some of them too. Uh, you know, we'd like to help them come along too because it really wasn't it really wasn't them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were just they weren't. You got to coach your coaches too, man. Yeah, big facts. You know what I mean? Big that, facts. that helped me a lot. I was around guys that helped me a lot over the last couple of years, and that helped me get better. So that's a big thing. Um, I think everybody's on the same page though. Um, and, and I, and I know their head coaches, you know, he's with their, he's with me all the time. And that's, that's all I really need. As long as the top, the tops with me, athletic directors on board, dude, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I mean, it really is, which sounds so crazy going into something like that, but a fucking 40 game losing streak. You, if you want to do it, it's like a 30 for 30 right there. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I know, man. That is fucking it's wild. wild. It's like a glutton for punishment, but it's uh I don't think so. I don't think so. Well I have the I have the utmost confidence in you, dude, and, and I absolutely one hundred percent wish you the best. And I think everyone is uh I felt the te- I felt the city in two years change when the kids got back on the field and just back into sports, you know what I mean? Hopefully with this whole Omicron shit that you know, we, we figure out a figure out a way around it and how to keep the kids safe and keep the kids playing ball and we have another we roll into another year you know what i mean because uh um i can tell you for sure my my lack of uh support the for the last you know couple years is is over and i just like my heart exploded when i came to the field for the first time and to see all you guys and to to see you up in the fucking box with the headphones on them like i've never seen a human <laughs> being more comfortable yeah. and more at home so uh you know, I will, I will 100% be phoning you, and I will be 100% at those games at Hug, man, because uh, I don't know, man. I've I've seen it firsthand, and then I saw what you did this year. I saw it in 2017, I saw what you did this year, and it's – I think coaching-wise, the sky's the limit for you. You know what I mean? And when you hear about big coaches and, and, and coaches that move up, like, you're doing it. You know, if you can go to another fucking program, you know, that's, that's flipped upside down for 15 years and – if you get fucking six wins, man, that's 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 out of control. If you get if you get a fucking win, <laughs> yeah, that right. whole school is gonna love you. Right? I was gonna say everybody's gonna freak out about one. I'm like one win. Fuck one. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want one. But I appreciate it all, and um, you know, it's uh, you just gotta surround yourself with people that uh, have the same vision, and you, you, it, you can it, it can happen. It's it's all that really matters yeah. at the end of the day. So I'm stoked. It was awesome to see all you guys, all those past coaches. That's the coolest yeah. part about it. I, you know, I, I feel like 
you know, regardless of how intense it gets when you're coaching and things that from coaching and, you know, everybody gets worked up, but it's so awesome to see all those guys that came back, like Lexa to fly in from yeah. all the way from Missouri and come and show up for those kids. It just shows you like how, how much it meant to everybody and how much, how much good, like good, honest work people were putting into that shit. And that's, and what you guys, what you guys did was I've been around a lot of football. You know what I mean? And and I've helped out a lot of other places and things like that. But there was just something about that year. Yeah. You know, there was something about, I mean, I was only there for the year, but there was something about that year that has just stuck with me and for, for five years now. And it just, you know, you know, it's crazy. Like, you know, Aaron will still just randomly text me out of the blue or Hicks yep. will ask me to donate some money to whatever the case may be. But these guys are still still calling me coach. And Absolutely. it was it was unbelievable. And I think it, it not just for the the recognition that I got, but I think the character and the type of kids that you have brought up from 13 to 18, 17 and 18. Like I walked out the first game that I came out to, you know, I walked out to where they were warming up and the whole fucking team ran over. And I think that what you've done is through all of your loyalty, you know what I mean? And, and through how much you've committed to these guys at every expense of your own and no profit to yourself. I think that they've learned to, you know, to cherish that and recognize it and, and honor it, you know, and I'm not saying, and I wasn't, I haven't done that, but someone who had an impact from five years ago, whether it be me or somebody else, like, man, they all ran up and were hugging my kid. Cause the last time we saw him, he couldn't even fucking open his eyes and uh, you know, just the smiles on their faces and how unhappy they were to play the game and, and how, how proud they were for me to see how far that they've come in, in five years um, is a huge Testament to, to you and, and what Lexa did and, and to what you guys have done over the years that I haven't been present. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy and truly from the bottom of my heart, happy for these kids at, at hug that they're going to have you, you know what I mean? And, and I know with you, it's going to be a lot more than football. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Those kids are, those kids have a name in this town. Hug has a name in this town for sure. You yep. know, and you're going to save a lot of kids. You're not going to, you're going to save a program. I have no doubt in my mind, but what I can guarantee it, I put all my money on is you're going to save some kids through that program. So, um, and that's, like you said at the very beginning of this podcast, that's what it's all about. This is what it's all about. You know, so if there's any local listeners, and I know there is, like keep an eye out for Hug High because, um, you know, if you see that, if you see their program changing and their wins going up, um, know most importantly that, you know, you're changing kids' lives over there, which is which is dope as fuck, man. I tip my hat to you 100%. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, if you ever want to coach again, man, <laughs> I let me know. Saying, I know. When you text me that, I was like, so I, I left FedEx. Yeah. And I have a nine to five job now. And I was actually, you sent me that and I was like, fuck man, you know, I get off at five. I don't know what goes on. If you guys, if anything's late or anything like that or weekends. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely love to. I mean, enough, uh, you know, you, you know, my life is, is psycho and busy, but you know, when it comes to strength and conditioning, those types of things to pop in and bring some energy and, and bring some input. And if, I mean, if you're asking, you know, the, the answer is always yes. So, so, uh, it's awesome, man. That. Well, everyone, thank you so much, Josh. Again, thank you so much for coming on the hey, show. No problem. Love Enlightening it. us on, on what's going on in the past couple of years. I'm excited to sit down with you again, and I'll, I'll be seeing you out on the field. Good luck with basketball. Make sure to tell Aaron and the boys that I love them. And, uh, and uh, again, do. thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Today's episode is brought to you by Grimm's Exclusives, a Northern California-based cannabis co-op that specializes in indoor, small-batched, AAA-grade boutique flowers 
growing your favorite exotics as well as pheno hunting for the future of cannabis. Big shout out to Grimm's. Big shout out to Grimm's exclusives. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis.